So speaking from experience, I've tried a couple of these. What's up, family? Welcome to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life in order for you to get started and for me to get started. It's always these five words I love hearing you say out loud. Say these words out loud, please. Say valuable. Information applied equals success. And today, me and my queen, some of y'all know her as my habanero sugar, my baby, Diana Bacon, will be co-hosting with me today on this wonderful subject we're going to be talking about. What's up, boo? What's up, baby? Uh, super excited to be here. Super excited with our guest. He is my bonus son. For those who don't know, you know. Um, I'm going to be talking to my sweet Hernan Castro, we have him in the house today. So Hernan is a local mycology expert here in Tucson, Arizona. He leads foraging workshops on Mount Lemmon and in other local sky islands during the monsoon season. He is a strong advocate of sustainability and respectfully harvesting wild mushrooms. He is passionate about educating on that specific subject. He is also the proprietor of the Desert Alchemist which is a company that makes wild-crafted mushroom extracts. This company was founded because of his desire to find a natural way to support the health of his father. He started researching the medicinal properties of mushrooms and herbs, which led him to create an extract that would support his father's nervous system. Hednan, we are so grateful to have you today. Um, welcome to the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, I'm very honored to be here and be able to speak in your podcast. Amen. So um, this whole Desert Alchemist, you got started because of your your dad having a problem. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So um, everything started back in 2013. Basically, I had learned how to grow uh, basic mushrooms for gourmet purposes mushrooms that you can eat mushrooms that you can cook like oyster mushrooms and i grew them for a couple of years and then i stopped and back in uh down the line you know in 2015 my father suffered one huge stroke and then a few months later he suffered a second one and then a third one and uh, it all happened within a relatively short amount of time he lost mobility each time he had a stroke. So he eventually became half paralyzed on, on the right side of his body. And this caused him to go into a depression. He, you know, he couldn't use his dominant hand anymore. He couldn't put on his clothes, couldn't sign papers. And he got depressed. And we went over to the hospital. And I spoke to the doctors there. And they showed me a scan of his brain. They showed me three sections of his brain that were that were pretty much gone due to blood loss. And the doctors told me that these parts would never recover. They, they, they were gone forever. He would never regenerate. And uh, that the brain doesn't heal. Um, and so they told me he was gonna, his life was going to be severely uh, impacted by this. And he would have to learn to cope with just using his left hand. 
So I asked the doctors, I said, well, isn't there anything you can do for, you know, to, to help the brain heal? And basically their answer was no. There's nothing that can heal the brain. The brain can never regenerate. And um, I, I didn't like that answer. I, I always figured that um, there's always a solution to problems. Even if we don't know the answer, there's, there's always a way to, to do something. So I went home and I started researching everything that had to do with nerve and uh, brain regeneration, uh, stem cell therapy, uh, basically all these experiments that were being done. And one thing kept popping up every time that I looked. And it was uh, these studies on mushrooms f from Japan. It was a uh, mushroom called lion's mane. And they were using this mushroom and uh, they were using, they're basically making an extract from it and growing nerve cells. They were growing spinal tissue in like children. Um, they were growing um, nerve tissue in rats and mice. They were treating mice with Alzheimer's. And so I kept finding more and more articles. And then I found an article that explained what the compounds are that are responsible for this healing. And then I ended up finding like, you know, 20 of them. And I, I became fascinated with this topic. And I showed my dad, I made him read all these articles. And I showed him a couple videos. Because my father, uh, he used to be a doctor. So he was a general practitioner. So I figured he would need some convincing. So these are all peer-reviewed articles. You can find them on PubMed and NIH. And uh, other reputable universities and um you know, places that are industries that are uh, conducting these experiments. But most of them come from Japan, China, and Korea. So uh, my dad read them and he became really excited. And he said, you know, I want to try this. Let's do it. And I said, well, um, this mushroom, uh, I assume, comes from Japan. So I'm going to try to find a culture online. If I can't find the culture, then I'm going to have to import it. But I'll, I'll figure out how to get it to you. And he was like, let's, yeah, okay, let's do it. So I went online and I found a culture right away and I ordered it and it came in the mail. I, you know, I prepared some grains that I sterilized and I was kind of nervous because I'd never grown this kind of mushroom because these mushrooms are different than what I was used to growing. So I got the syringe and I injected the grains. I inoculated the grain bag with the mushroom. And then I said to myself, well, um, you know what, I'm going to wait till it colonizes and then I'll, you know, I'll figure out what to do next because I've never grown something that, well, I thought I had never grown something that would, that grows on a tree like that, but I, apparently I had. Anyways, I injected the bag. Two weeks later, there's lion's mane popping off already in the bag. I didn't even have to do anything. And I was like, wow, that was way easier than I thought. So I grew a bunch of lion's mane and then I dried them and powdered them and then I figured out how to extract these compounds from the mushroom the whole process took me about six months but then I finally got a tincture that I gave my father and I told them you know you have to take this three times a day three four maybe six times if you want um, but at least three times a day and you know just remember to take it all the time don't stop taking it if it doesn't help you it's not going to hurt you so just just keep taking it and these experiments you know they're not gonna they don't happen 
the results don't happen overnight. Some of these experiments that we read about, you know, took months, at least six months. So just just stick with it. And he did. He religiously took the extract. I think he took it more than I had told him, but he took it. And uh, long story short is within a, within a year of taking it, he had already regained like 90 to 99 percent of his mobility. So the sensation on his lips came back. Sensation on his toes returned, his mobility uh, started with three fingers, and then it moved to four, and then five, and then his wrist, forearm, and he made an incredible recovery. Everybody in my family was super shocked, and including myself, and I started taking this lion's mane every day, too. I was like, I, you know, it's not going to hurt me to yeah. take it. We need extra brain waves. Yeah, so I took it, um, and it ended up helping me with... Um, you know, social anxiety and ADHD in the long mm-hmm. run. But yeah, it, it was an incredible mushroom. Changed my whole life. And then something really cool happened that also pushed me towards um, the path that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. That? that that same summer, after all this happened, my grandmother calls me and she says, hey, I know you're really into mushrooms right now. Do you Do you want to go to a mushroom... Uh, scientific conference if I pay for it and I was like heck yeah (laughs) yeah so she said just figure out how to get yourself there and I'll buy you the tickets I'll pay for your hotel so I did I packed up my stuff and um, drove up to the White Mountains Uh, this was back in 2017 I think Mm -hmm. Um, there was a special event with um, the North American Mycological Association which is basically a um, group of mushroom scientists from all over the country that get together and they do an event in a different part of the U.S. every year. It just happened to happen here in the White Mountains in Arizona. So I went there and I watched a few conferences. I met a lot of people and I got to go foraging and I learned the basics on mushroom identification and that it was enough information for me to start doing it on my own and um, I ended up finding out that all of these mushrooms that I was reading about online like lion's mane turkey tail reishi they grow right here in Mount Lemon hmm. so when I went up there I found them all and I was like wow everything's right here in my backyard so it was more motivation for me to do what I love that's how it started wow so that's an amazing story and as a brain injury survivor that inspires me and it gives me hope, which is why when I, when I discovered you and decided I am adopting you, it was a matter of you gave me hope. I read your story. I read your story online. You've been published in a few different articles and papers. You've also even opened for, um, what was that movie? Oh, Fantastic Fungi. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's on Netflix or... It's still on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that came to Tucson in, or Phoenix. Yeah, Tucson, yeah. The Loft was playing it for, yeah. you know, they played it for one month. They thought it was going to flop. It was a huge success. So mm-hmm. they had extended it for like four, maybe six months. And I was there that whole time. Yeah. And you got to do kind of like an opening, explain what you did there? Yeah, I set up my whole booth with all my mushroom stuff and talked about mushrooms. I basically opened for the premiere every every day it was pretty cool yeah that sounds exciting so um yeah you gave me hope and because of that story and because of i 
did my research. I went in and I started reading some of these things that I was learning because my doctor said, there's no way. Once we remove the tumors, once there's a big gap hole in your brain, there's no way that you can recover within the first year. If it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. And I didn't like the answer. So therefore, I started um, taking some of your tinctures. And I actually, at this point, take quite a few of them. And, I, and on the podcast where Shay and I spoke about disability, I, I did share that I was taking pain maim. And that's one of my biggest, I'm one of your biggest advocates. And I tell everybody at whatever events um, you might be at, try the pain maim. Because people are so, um, they're getting addicted to these narcotics. Doctors are so quick to prescribe things that are not good for us. And the pain maim, whatever um, mix that you do, and I know that you've changed the chemistry of it a little bit and and mm -hmm. and uh it's just a blessing so there's quite a few things that uh, i take and i know that um i'd like to hear about some of your medicinal properties and some of the things that um are some of the benefits that we can get from some of these mushrooms and, and we're talking about regular mushrooms people mm -hmm. i know people get really really freaked out and they mm -hmm. think i'm going to take something <laughs> and i'm going to get high or i'm going to start seeing you know uh, i'm, I'm going to start seeing colors or actually you see colors i'm going to start hearing colors and seeing sounds and like this is not you're not going to get a trip this is not magic mushrooms right so i'm going to let you the the um, expert talk about the medicinal properties and what are some of the great things that you've discovered and some of the, I can't imagine how many people, I know I've sent several people your way and they're all, 100% of the people I've sent your way are getting benefits. Well, I can, yeah, start by talking about how I hear that all the time, every, almost every day when I'm selling mushrooms, people automatically assume it's magic mushrooms and mm -hmm. they either get scared or they get excited and i'm like <laughs> no i'm not working with those um these are magical but they're not that kind you know they they help with they help support the good in your body so like the immune system the nervous system so they support what's already there they make it they help it um become stronger and um yeah, so they're 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 good. They're they're really good for you. But I have to educate people on this almost every day. Yeah, and you know what I do here and saying, well, why can't like the lion's mane? I know that most people at this point, who if anyone just goes into a study, you'll find the benefits of lion's mane. But why can't I just eat it? And why can't I just go and fry it up in a pan with some onions and and eat it with some rice? Like, won't I get all the benefits that way? Well, the thing is, is that. Uh, as humans, we used to produce this enzyme called chitinase. And chitinase, uh, we used to make this enzyme because we, I guess back in a long time ago, we used to eat a lot of insects. And so our bodies were able to digest the, the exoskeleton of the insects. Um, over time, with domestication and agriculture, I think we lost the enzyme because we stopped eating bugs. Or some of us did some at least. Of us. <laughs> some of us. Intentionally at least. Yeah. And so we lost the enzyme. And this enzyme would be very useful with mushrooms because mushrooms, their cell walls are made out of chitin. And chitin is just the mushroom equivalent of fiber or cellulose. We also can't digest fiber. So when you eat a mushroom raw or cooked, depending on, you know, how well those cells broke down you're not going to absorb 
most of that tissue. And so that's something that I had to figure out on my own when I was, because I did at first, I did try feeding my dad raw mushroom, lion's mane. Mm -hmm. And then I, I did some research and I found out that, um, you know, the chitin, the, the medicinal compounds are found inside of the cell wall and you need to break these walls open in order to access all these really good metabolites. Mm -hmm. So um, I did have a book in, in, um, in my house that my grandfather gave me after he had passed away that talked about extraction and herbal so you know it was like a herbalist book and it was really weird that he had this book because he was all about math and engineering mm -hmm. so that's one of the books he gave me when he passed away or you know after he passed and so i looked in there and there was a recipe for um extractions and so i figured out how how to break the cells open and, and you basically want to break these cells open to get the medicinal compounds uh, depending on if the uh, the compounds are water soluble or if they're oil or alcohol soluble, you have to do some research, and um, you'll need to do that so that you can get all these benefits. Because otherwise, uh, eating the mushroom or eating powder mushroom is basically sort of a wasting the product because you'll you'll absorb whatever is broken down, but at, you know at least eighty to ninety percent of it won't be. And so you'll just it'll just go right through your system and you'll be paying a lot of money for something that you you're not taking full advantage of. And a lot of companies do that. They sell you these these products that are just ground up mushrooms and either because they don't know or they do know and they're still doing it. So part of the way that you prepare your tinctures and some other products that we can talk about as well. What is the difference uh, with the way that you produce these tinctures? of the mycelium versus the fruiting bodies. And you're talking about just eating it. Like, you're, what's the difference on that? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of companies out there that make products with mycelium. And they claim that the mycelium has more benefits or just as much benefits as fruiting bodies. But there, if you do some digging, you'll find that there's really no evidence to support that. There's only one, um, one method of producing a mycelium that can come close to a fruiting body, but not quite as good. And it's a very specific way of fermenting um, the mycelium in a liquid culture. And I know a lot of these companies are not doing that because I, I, I can just see that they're using myceliated um, grains or usually brown rice or oats. So, and the, for those of you who don't know what that means, is basically you inject the liquid tissue of the mushroom into a grain, and the the tissue starts eating the grains, and it colonizes it. It basically kind of looks like mold got on it. White mold is eating it, but it's just a mushroom. And so they take these grains afterwards, they grind it all up, and they serve it to you, and as a mushroom supplement or a mushroom product but it's you're basically just eating the um, grain a grain product with a little bit of mycelium so is that i've heard of coffee mushroom and i've seen it um like advertised on amazon i see it advertised in a lot of places and even i started taking it you know i heard about lion's mushrooms right after my 
first brain surgery and it was somebody brought me a, it was a little packet and it was just powder and I was supposed to add it to my coffee and it had like a powder taste so it wasn't like the best thing but I knew it was good for me or at least I as all I, I understood about it so is that what you're talking about like they powder it up and then they add it to something yeah so they they grind it up into a fine powder and they just add spices to it and then they give it to you and they say this is mushroom coffee but it's basically mushroom tea because there's no coffee in there there's not uh, there's not no caffeine or anything it's just a ground up mushroom with herbs and the myceliated brown rice stuff it it because it has a mycelium it technically it does have some compounds but they're they're almost negligible um and just because they have mycelium in 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 the grains they can legally say it's lion's mane or reishi mm-hmm. um and i'm not gonna say it's negligible but it's low it's a significantly lower amount than you would get from a straight mushroom fruiting body which is basically the the raw mushroom you know the mushrooms that you see at the grocery store mm-hmm. that's the fruiting body and these fruiting bodies produce more metabolites than the mycelium unless you're growing it in under those conditions that i that i explained earlier um and wild fruiting bodies are even better because they're not grown in a sterile environment like um, lab-grown mushrooms they grow outside where they're being you know they're they're dealing with weather conditions they're dealing with viruses they're dealing with bacteria uh other funguses that are trying to fight them um and all these pathogens so all this pressure from these organisms causes them to make these metabolites to protect Mm -hmm. themselves and interestingly enough because we share more than 50% of our DNA with fungi. Mm-hmm. We're more closely related to mushrooms than we are to plants. Everything that, um, or most of those organisms that affect fungi, all those diseases, those pathogens also are the same ones that affect us. So that's why we benefit from taking these extracts. Yeah, and that's fascinating. So I know, uh, based on what my experience was with that um mushroom coffee wasn't great right it wasn't great because it was i would make a cup of coffee and i would add it to it or because I, I you're right it didn't taste like coffee it was just muddy dirt water it tasted like dirt water to me so you started um creating coffee mushroom coffee this year and you have a couple of different uh ones so tell me about those and how are those different because i've tasted them and i could tell you as a barista i managed two different uh coffee shops and they are delicious they are delicious. It's like quality coffee. So tell me a little bit about that. So uh, my coffees are actually made with real coffee that we get from Mexico and Oaxaca. It's a coffee that's grown up in the mountains and in the forest, and it's grown by indigenous communities. And I basically take that coffee and I infuse it with the medicine from the mushroom. So it's the real coffee. You get the full flavor and caffeine from the coffee uh but you still you still get the benefits from the mushroom so it's a win-win on both sides yeah and you also have decaf in case they don't want the caffeine yes right uh-huh. so you have three different varieties of this specific coffee so tell me about what are diff what's the difference about those three uh, i have chaga coffee that's that was my first coffee that i ever created and tell me about chaga so chaga is known as a king of medicinal mushrooms it's a mushroom or fungus sclerotia. It's not really a mushroom. The The real mushroom 
is kind of rare to see. But the sclerotia is basically this tissue that the mushroom creates, or the mycelium creates, um, while it's living inside the tree. And then it, it grows out of the wounds in a tree, and it kind of looks like a burl or like a burnt piece of um, you know charcoal. Mm-hmm. And it is super rich in melanin. And it has a lot of antioxidants, a thousand times more than acai and um, blueberries and stuff like that. So I think it's one of the top organisms on the planet with the highest antioxidant count. And like I said, it's full of melanin, and that's why it's so it's so dark colored, and it's super good for you. It turns the ibotenic acid, or not sorry, not ibotenic acid, um, betulinic acid found in the birch tree, and converts it into all these compounds, and gives it a lot of antiviral properties. So it's known as the king of medicinal mushrooms, and is used a lot in Siberia and Eastern Europe to make these uh, teas. But that was my first choice because it was one of the most fascinating uh, mushrooms out there. Right on. So speaking from experience, I've tried a couple of these tinctures. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know me, you know good and well, I am like really skeptical of a lot of things when it comes to this wonderful temple that I live in. So I've taken the Happy Heart, which is for cardiovascular support. I've taken the Sweet Balance because uh, my... uh, Sugar levels are a little bit high, so I wanted to take some of that. And then recently when we went over and had a trip over to Greece, we started taking turkey tail. And let me tell you from experience, all three of these products are phenomenal. And this is always my favorite part with anything that I take. Uh, What were the side effects of these uh, three things that I took? Nothing. That's why I take these products. And that's the coolest part. You get so many benefits from it, but there's also slim to no side effects from these things that he is introducing so that was my biggest takeaway from these wonderful products that he's introducing and i'm so grateful for his expertise in these areas yes babe i know you only put the best of the best in that temple and that temple is pretty delicious i mean it's pretty pretty strong pretty strong so yes i think it's important i know we shifted from coffee straight to some of the tinctures and i you've heard me rant and rave to everybody about the pain maim and we i do take the turkey tail so i've also taken brain boost and the three lions so i know we're shifting from coffee uh Tell me a little bit about those three, because that's really where the whole thing got started, right? With brain, the whole brain neurology part Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So after I discovered Lion's Mane, I started, uh, of course, I had read about turkey tail. I became, I started reading about that mushroom and then I heard about reishi and then I was like, oh, what does that one do? And kind of snowballed from there. I started studying them all. And I started out making just those tinctures from just those four mushrooms and chaga. And then I started buying books and reading about all these other mushrooms that were also getting tested. And plants. Plants became an important factor in all this because um, they're also medicinal or they also help support the body. They have medicinal compounds in them. And I thought maybe, you know, they would work together better if I combined them all. Mm-hmm. So I started with the brain boost. I started researching herbs that I personally liked for the brain, like 
uh, Ginkgo Biloba, Bacopa, Go to Cola, the Chinese Club Moss was a really cool one because it contains a compound called Hooperzine, which um, a few years back was a you know promising potential um, treatment for Alzheimer's. At least it was being marketed that way. Uh, really interesting compound that helps cognitive function, uh, rosemary, and of course lion's mane and some other mushrooms that I combined to support brain function. So Brain Boost was like one of the first things I created. And then the three lions is something that I invented last year because nobody has done this for some reason. Um, I just figured mixing three different species of Heresium, which is the lion's mane uh, genus, I, th I thought, you know, mixing them together would be better. So I combined uh, lion's mane, coral tooth, and bear's head. And so we named it Three Lions, and it's a really good support for the brain as well. Man. So tell me, Hernan, what are your top three sellers? My top three sellers are the Sleep Spell and lion's mane of course is like number one mm -hmm. coffee coffee actually coffee sells better than the tinctures but out of the tinctures yeah it's lion's mane sleep spell pain mame yeah mindies the anxiety one is also a good and one. so you, you said it's anxiety i know that right now a lot of people are dealing with anxiety it's high yeah it's like a new trend i remember like back in even back in 20 2014 i thought anxiety was like made up mm -hmm. but i see my i'm suffering from it everybody's suffering from it now so that, that's one of the things that i'm always working on is making some products that can support the in, support a, a calm and tranquility type of mood to help people deal with all this external stress so that's yeah nice. that one's made with um herbs hops skullcap valerian lavender um, chamomile, passion flower. So everything's natural and, and it's really good. I, I choose ingredients that are not going to interact with uh, medication because I don't want to have people deal with any problems. Yeah, thank you for that. So if you, ha I, I thoroughly can listen and talk with you for hours because I'm fascinated. I always want to find the natural, healthy way. If God created it on the planet, it could help us heal. We just have to discover what those things are and what better to find people that can do that for you <laughs> because I'm not going to understand how to do all this. And I thank God that he gave you the knowledge and the desire. And I'm so um, pleased and I'm so grateful that your dad got so much better. And that's an encouragement to you to look back. So um, where can I find you, Hednan? What are some of the things you do? I, uh, I hear you go up to the mountains and look for mushrooms sometimes can i go with you like what does that look like can people come yeah so uh you can so i guide these tours on mount, on mount lemon and other other sky islands here in southern arizona i started doing that because i would you know, i would go to the markets and i would sell my my um extracts and people would ask me about the mushrooms where i got them and they would want to look at pictures and so they started asking me after a couple of years, they were like, can you, can you just, can you take me up there? Just take me by myself. And, but everybody wanted to do this. So I was like, oh my God, I can't do one-on-one. -on -one. So yeah. eventually I decided to share, um, you know, that experience because I, I was doing it by myself 
and it's really beautiful. And for some reason, it never occurred to me that um, you know I could bring a bunch of people to experience what I what I live through uh, up in the mountains. So I started doing these tours, and um, they take place every summer. I might do one this April because we've had so much water. But okay. in, in the summertime, we get all this rain, uh, all the monsoons bring all the mushrooms out so when we get these heavy rains the mushrooms start growing everywhere in the mountains so we, i guide tours in madera canyon mount lemon mount graham i do stuff in sholo um this summer i'm going to go to new mexico as well okay so where can i sign up for this <clears throat> yeah so we have a we have a meetup group um online and you can get to it through my website if you go to desertalchemist.com and go search for a tab that says foraging. You can go on there. It'll take you to my meetup link. You can create an account and RSVP to come out on one of the tours. And you get to see hundreds of mushrooms. We have the largest biodiversity of mushrooms in the country right here on Mount Lemon. That's crazy. That's crazy. So you are on all the social networks as well, right? And you do videos and you do some, uh, even some teaching on there. Yeah, so I started making the videos too because people wanted to learn like what I know. Yeah. Um, and I figured the best way to do it is to just, you know, if they can't make it up there and a lot of people that, you know, they, they can't do that. They can't go on a hike. So I started making videos in the mountain where, I, where the mushroom is growing and I detailed, um, you know, the description and what it, you know, if the mushroom has a taste or a medicinal property, where it grows and um it's very informative and i started doing this a couple years ago because i figured if i can't bring people up there i might as well share bring it to them them. yeah yeah absolutely so you're on all the social uh networks right you're on instagram yeah instagram uh you can find me at uh, desert underscore alchemist Uh, tiktok is just desert alchemist Uh, twitter is desert alchemist with a, a k instead of a ch uh facebook facebook.com slash desert alchemist and youtube you just type in desert alchemist you can find some of the videos there yeah i can tell you from experience it's very easy to find you and here locally in tucson arizona if uh for those who are lucky enough to be able to live in this beautiful town that we have where can we find you Uh, are you in stores or do i have to go somewhere specific tell me where you are so um we're always at the farmers markets the heirloom farmers markets in particular we do all of them the ones uh we we do one starting Fridays at Udall Park on the east side. Okay. Um, one at Steampump Ranch in Oro Valley on Saturdays. We're also doing the Rincon one temporarily on the east side in Vail. That's also on Saturdays. And Sundays at Rito Farmer's Market. And all of these markets start from 9 to 1. In the summertime, it'll change from 8 to 12. We're also doing the Santa Cruz Farmer's Market on Thursdays from 3 to 7. And I might start doing the Sierra Vista or Phoenix markets pretty soon. That's awesome. But yeah, if you can't find me there, you can go to the um, Food Conspiracy Co-op on 4th Avenue. Mm-hmm. And they carry all my teas and my coffee extracts. So you can grab something there if you can't find us. That's excellent. And we haven't even talked about teas. There's so much, Adnan, that we can talk to you about. And uh, I am just so grateful that you made it out here and we had some time 
Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. I am so grateful for you and for all the ways that you have helped me in my healing journey. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you and I appreciate you, Hernan. Thank you. I love you too. Um, I have to remind myself that the reason I started all of this is to, to help people. And that is something that I'm always going to be working on, trying to improve my products so that I can help everybody and um, you know, help them step away from harmful pharmaceuticals as well. Yes. Thank you, Hernan, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. All right. What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife. This is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. So you can pick that up on Amazon, also on audiobook. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, you, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants first. Kingdom Servants, the number one, st.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless.